0: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger in Smithtown. Once again, I am here in my home studio, ready to give you guys a little bit of motivation, a little bit of uh, mental training, if you will, a little bit of an idea for us to think about and ponder uh, in this this, uh, time and something for us to use this week to help us think about things hopefully a little bit differently. So today, the topic that I have for you guys has to do with a principle that I talk to the kids in my school about very, very frequently. And I talk about it in class all the time, and that is the difference between smart and wise. Now, I believe this is a quote, but I don't know who it's a quote from. Uh, Maybe it's just a quote from me, but nonetheless, what I always explain to the, the kids is this. A smart person makes a mistake and learns from it and they don't make it again. A wise person watches the mistakes of others and never makes those mistakes in the first place. Now this is a great thing for us to talk about in class because in class I can point out when a kid watches the correction that I make to another kid and fixes it. For example, if I tell them how to put you know, their front foot or uh, where to keep their hands while they're doing a certain task or whatever the case may be, when I do that, if I see another kid take note of that correction and make that correction on themselves before I have to say a word, that's wonderful. It makes my life so much easier. And it's a great mindset for that kid. See, obviously, experience is the best teacher, especially when it comes to physical skills. You really can't learn to do something without trying it. You can't simply watch videos and, uh, you know, read books on how to bake a cake and expect to suddenly be able to bake a cake without actually trying to bake a cake. The only way to know how to bake the cake is to get out your flour, get out your mixing bowl, and put some work into it to actually attempt to bake. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, That doesn't mean that you need to try everything. Right? For example, you don't need to try to see like, hey, gee, I wonder what happens if I put my hand on a hot stove. Right? Uh, gee, I wonder what will happen if I just, you know, wander out crossing the street without looking. Obviously, when we're talking about things that you know are detrimental, things that you know are dangerous, or even if we're talking about other behaviors, simply things that you know are out of character for yourself, things that you know that you'll look back on uh, poorly. Maybe you regret, however you want to phrase it. Those things... You don't need to go and try those things, all right? You, you can watch the mistakes of somebody else in that case. You can understand who you are or ra- rather the consequences of your of the actions without ever having to try them. But experience teaches you everything. Like I said, it's how we learn all physical skills. You didn't know how to walk until you actually got up And tried to walk until you attempted some steps and sure you stumbled along the way and sure you definitely weren't walking as perfectly as you are now when you first started you definitely got better but why did you get better you got better because you gained more experience and that experience made you better and better and better we try things we make mistakes and from those mistakes we of course get better Again, I'll stick with martial arts as an example simply because it's what I know best. Obviously, if uh, you make a mistake, like let's say you're going to throw a kick and your base foot is too close to the bag, you will without a doubt lose your balance. You'll stumble. You may even fall all the way down. Now, what happened? You You made a mistake. Hopefully, you learn from it. Hopefully, you say, okay, this is the thing that I did wrong and then you get better. You now make the change. You take that foot, you move it back a little bit. And by doing that, it enables you to be better at that skill. You were smart. You made a mistake. You learned from it. And you you don't have to do it again right? Hopefully that's the way we are. Sometimes I know some people are really good at making mistakes. They can make the same one over and over and over and over again. And that will, uh, you know, make sure that they know the lesson, but we don't necessarily have to do that. And this goes for, you know, obviously not just physical skills, but even like life experiences as well. All right. Like I said, there are some things that you don't have to try because you know, they're not who you are, or they don't align uh, with, with your skill set, or your character, or whatever. But there's also some things you're like, hey, that looks fun, I'm gonna go try that. For example, jet skiing. All right? like, I know, because I tried jet skiing, that going out and going crazy on a jet ski, and whipping it all over the place, and going at high speeds, not for me. <laughs> I got on a jet ski, and it was kinda cool, and I had fun with it. But I'm certainly not the type of person who's gonna be whipping around on that jet ski, uh, you know, going all sorts of fast, weaving around other things, that wasn't for me. I was certainly, the one time that I went, I was certainly the grandparent of the group uh, meandering along all sorts of slow uh, and, you know, just kind of figuring out how to do it as safely as possible. And again, now, as I think about the extreme sports example, it kind of leads me down to this thought process a little more. Of, again, there are certain things that you know just aren't for you, that you don't even have to try. Right? Like, this even goes for foods. Right? Like there are certain delicacies from certain nationalities that you look at, and you're like, that's, that's not going to be for me. It might be something that is a delicacy for those people. Uh, it, might, it might even be delicious, but no thank you. That is certainly not for me. Even, you know, like uh, action sports. Like, I think about, like, all right, skydiving, maybe I might try that. But, like, bungee jumping? Mm, no, I know that's not for me. I know that is something that's way outside of my character. I know that, like I that, like like I said, uh, that's not who I am. That won't appeal to the best parts of me. Um, even if it is the most thrilling experience ever, to me it's not worth uh, the terror that I'll, that I'll feel. Right, but again, that's simply because I know me. And because I know me, I'm willing to make the proclamation that, yeah, I don't need to try bungee jumping. All right. Now, like I said before, experience is the world's best teacher. But here's the best news about experience you don't need to experience things firsthand in order for you to learn from that experience. Think about it like this if you had an older sibling and that older sibling touched the hot stove, you learned really quickly, you don't need to touch that hot stove. For me, I don't have an older sibling, but I have cousins and I watched my cousin touch a hot stove. And guess what I never did after that? I never touched a hot stove because I saw how she reacted and I realized that that wasn't something I needed to be doing. Another great example of this is like kids on the playground. When, uh, When you see kids on the playground quite often, you'll see one kid, you know, oh, watch me and they try to do something dumb. You know, something that if they had asked an adult for advice beforehand, they certainly would not have done, then <laughs> the other kids watch what happens and they uh, see, hey, I shouldn't try that because that kid just got the wind knocked out of him or that kid tried that and got in trouble or that just wasn't a smart thing for that kid to try. Right. It also works positively. Obviously, if the kid does something really impressive or learn something, go back to my class example. If, you know, a kid has a really powerful round kick, for example, and other kids watch how that kid does the round kick and emulates everything about it, copies how the foot turns, copies how the shoulders turn, copies the hand positions. If they do all of that, man, oh man, oh man, that is only going to make that kid better. See, even as adults, it's the same for us. We don't really stop being visual learners ever. Instead, what we need to think about is the fact that we can pick up just about anything if we watch it and we attempt it and we stick with it long enough. I'll give you guys an example of such a thing besides martial arts, because obviously you know, I can give you the example of martial arts. Every year, once a year, uh, myself, my brother, and our two uncles, we go golfing. Now, don't get me wrong. There isn't a one of us in the group that is a good golfer. If we're in luck You know, one aspect of our game is good that day. You know, maybe we're driving the ball well, maybe we're putting it well, maybe we're chipping it well. But odds are, not all of those things are happening for any of us. If if we're lucky, uh, the full gamut is happening for enough people that there's like one collective good, good golf game between us. Like, you know, maybe my one uncle's putting well, my other uncle's chipping well, I'm driving well, and my brother's doing something else well. You know, maybe, maybe that'll work out for us, but even that is not, very, uh, is not a very likely outcome. But instead, what does happen is we all know what good golf looks like. We're not able to on-demand put it out there, but we all know what good golf looks like. So instead, I might watch my uncle tee off, and when I watch him tee off, I can watch him lift his head too soon and realize that he didn't keep his head down to watch the club make contact with the ball. And then when I go and it's my turn to drive, I'm just going to do the same thing. I'm going to watch for his mistake and I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to make sure I don't do the same thing, excuse me. I'm going to make sure that I definitely don't lift my head too early. I'm going to watch the club all the way through and then catch the ball once it's already in the air. That way I can learn from his mistake. You see, this is why teachers and mentors are such a powerful tool as long as they're the right teacher and mentor. Obviously, you're not going to go, go back to my cake baking example, you're not going to go to a baking class taught by someone who's never been in a kitchen because how in the world can that person possibly explain to you what it's like to bake a cake? It's not likely at all. All You also don't want to go to anyone who hasn't been through the thing they're teaching you to do. That doesn't mean that they need to be active at it, you know, for example, thinking of great mentors, we talked about mentors in the past, I gave great examples, uh, there's many examples of guys in the, in the world of, of combat sports who are fantastic coaches, but were only mediocre competitors. Don't get me wrong, there are great competitors that are going to be great coaches, but there are definitely some examples of guys who are mediocre at best as competitors. But once it's their time to put on the coaching hat, they're way, way, way better at it. But the key thing is they actually have the experience and the experience is everything. The fact that they experienced it already is what enables them to teach it to you. Now think about it like this. How foolish would it be? How sad would it be if you had a mentor who was teaching how to do anything? And they allowed you to go through the same trials and tribulations, make the same mistakes, and fall into the same pitfalls that they did on their journey. That would be a waste of that mentor relationship. That would be a waste of your time. That's also why when a mentor or a coach tells you something, it's really, really, really important that you take it at face value. Realize that they're only telling you that because odds are they've been there, they've done that, they got the t-shirt, they outgrew it, and now they're handing that t-shirt down to you. That experience is what allows them to be a good mentor. Don't be foolish and look at their advice or take their experience and throw it away. Listen, they're humans. Of course they made mistakes along the way and the fact that they're warning you of these mistakes ahead of time is only because they now know on the other side of that mistake that it was a mistake. That's the big difference. See, this is also why parents are able to guide kids through life because they've lived more life than the kid. They've been through things. They've watched the kid, they watch their child being irresponsible with their homework, for example. And maybe there was a time in their life that they were irresponsible with their homework, and they can relate to how the kid feels because they felt that same way. However, now they know the results that that kid doesn't yet know because that kid hasn't lived through the mistake yet. So the parent can guide them through, can nip that mistake in the bud, and can save that kid from the negative experience that will come from continuing to make that same mistake. See, in life, we have to be willing to listen to those more experienced than us because that's going to save us trouble. Like I said, how foolish would it be if our mentor made a mistake, they told us about it, and yet we continue to make it. Man, that's terrible. That would be such a waste of everybody's time and effort. That's foolish. It's foolhardy. It's the only way I can, I can think to describe it. Experience is the world's greatest teacher, by far. That's why you have to lend an ear to those who have more of it than you. Now realize this. Age does not always equal experience. Don't get me wrong. It may, but not necessarily. Let me give you an example. When it comes to martial arts, as an instructor, many I would even say most of the adults that I teach are older chronologically than I am, right? They have more life experience, and if we were not on the martial arts mat, they might be able to give me advice or guidance on a great many things. But on that martial arts mat, I have way more life experience than them. I've made the mistakes that I'm correcting them on. I've taught other people how to overcome those mistakes. And as a result, I'm able to make sure that they don't need to make those same mistakes as well. I can teach them about those mistakes proactively before they even make them, so that way they don't have to have the pitfall of making that mistake themselves. They can save themselves that step. Similarly, my wife played tennis her entire life. Her entire life she's been playing tennis from the time she was a very young kid, and she was excellent at it. Not only did she coach other people, not only did she work, with many, many great coaches in her life. She played in college. She played at a very high level. She played very competitively. So on the couple of occasions that she's taken me to play tennis with her, if she's going to give me some advice, yeah, I'm older. Yeah, we are equals in our relationship. But on that tennis court, I should listen to her. She has way, way more tennis experience than I do. Sometimes she heeds this advice when we're on the martial arts mat. Most of the time, I'll give her credit, most of the time. She hears this advice when we're on the martial arts mat and uh, she listens to what I have to say. But, you know, still, she's my wife, you know. I'm sure you guys understand. This is why you always want to have the right people in your circle. People who are going to be bringing you up. People who have a variety of experiences. This can be your friend circle. Like, for example, I have plenty of friends who are better at a lot of things than I'm than me. All right? like one of my friends is excellent at electrical. Like housing electrical, he's amazing at it. I know next to nothing about housing electrical. So if he were gonna come and we we're gonna do electrical work, I'm gonna stand in there and hold a flashlight and I'm gonna listen to what he has to say because he's way better at it than me. Conversely, there are a lot of other things that I'm way better than him at. And if we're doing those things, martial arts for being one example, because he did come and train with me for a while, the friend I'm thinking of. He listens to what I have to say because he knows I'm way more versed in that than him. Nutrition, I'm way more versed in him than that. And that's okay. We complement each other. Where he's strong at things, I'll take the back seat and I'll listen. Where I'm strong at things, he'll take the back seat and he'll listen. We don't need to experience things firsthand and live through the mistakes the other one made. We can use each other's mistakes to keep moving forward. To keep ourselves progressing exactly that the way that we want. Don't forget, you do not have to experience things firsthand to know that they're a mistake. Listen, everyone in your life is gonna teach you something, whether it be by you watching their example and copying it, or the exact opposite end of the spectrum is true. Sometimes in life, We watch how people handle certain things and we say, that's not the way to do that. I would not do that. Maybe that person is living through a mistake and they're going to look back on their mistake and say, you know what? I shouldn't have done that. I regret doing that. The outcome of that was not what I desired it to be. Maybe that'll happen. Or maybe that's just how they act. And you know that's not going to give you your desired outcome or that's completely out of character for you. Or it's not going to leave you feeling good. It's not going to leave you with a lasting good feeling. When you look back on it, you'll certainly feel bad. All right. So that brings me to an end uh, to what I have for you guys t- for today. Uh, I hope you guys got a lot out of it. Think about this throughout the week. Think about the experiences that you have and the people around you and how you're going to use your own and their experience to get you better at everything that you do. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram and Twitter, at sensei underscore leonelli. That's Instagram and Twitter. On Facebook, I'm sensei James Leonelli. You can find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. On Facebook, we are at facebook.com slash tiger shulman smithtown. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at tsmma underscore smithtown. When it comes... To the podcast, you can find the podcast on Instagram at T S Smithtown Podcast. Find out more about Tiger Schulman's as a whole at www.tsk.com. And until next time, I will see you guys on the mat.